You're listening to the free preview episode of On Belief, a podcast about cults by Karen Geyer. To hear the entire episode, go to patreon.com forward slash Karen Geyer, K-A-R-E-N-G-E-I-E-R, and sign up. It's only $5 for the entire series. This is On Belief, a podcast about cults by Karen Geyer. Season 3, Episode 6, Gender Critical Movement. The woman who is likely the world's best-known children's author is defending herself against growing accusations of transphobia. This is J.K. Rowling, the creator of Harry Potter, of course, who sparked outrage last weekend with a series of controversial tweets about trans women. She's now written an essay on her blog addressing the accusations and saying her opinions stem from her own experience with domestic violence. That's why she's been pushed to advocate for women's rights, she says. Let's bring in Renee Filippone, who's in London to follow the story. As I mentioned, this is a growing controversy, Renee. We, we join this story already in progress, if you will, but more and more voices critical of J.K. Rowling. And it all starts back and goes back to uh, last weekend. Uh, and that's when uh, J.K. Rowling responded on Twitter to a headline she read online that read, creating a more equal post-COVID-19 world for people who menstruate. And uh, she responded by that by saying, you know, I'm sure there is a word for these people, followed by a number of deliberately misspelled versions of the word woman. Now, there was instant backlash to that. Uh, She was accused of being transphobic. uh, So she wanted to further clarify herself and sent out another tweet over the weekend. That one said, quote, I know and love trans people, but erasing the concept of sex removes the ability of many to meaningfully discuss their lives. It isn't hate to speak the truth. Now, again, as you mentioned, an essay. She's trying to explain herself further, a lengthy essay, uh, saying her position in part comes from being a victim of both domestic and sexual abuse. And what she says is in mentioning these things now is not in an attempt to garner sympathy, but out of solidarity with the huge numbers of women who have histories like mine, who've been slurred as bigots for having concerns about single sex spaces. Now, when she talks about single sex spaces, she's talking about bathrooms and change rooms. Uh, She pointed in her essay to concerns she has about a proposal in Scotland uh, that would allow trans people to change their sex on their birth certificates to what they identify with. And she has said, you know, if you throw the doors open of bathrooms to any man who feels like he's a woman, then you open the doors to any and all men who wish to come inside. Some of the voices who've been critical include the stars of her own movie, including the biggest star, Daniel Radcliffe. That's right. Harry Potter himself uh, responded, uh, posting a blog post, an essay on on a site called uh, the Trevor Project website, and, and that's a nonprofit agency that supports LGBTQ youth. Uh, and in that statement, he wrote, uh, transgender women are women. Any statement to the contrary erases the identity and dignity of transgender people and goes against all advice given by professional healthcare associations who have far more expertise on this matter than either Joe or I. He also added that he hopes uh, her comments don't tarnish the experience that fans have had 
uh, with her books and, and the movies. And we've also heard from GLAAD, the LGBTQ rights group, who are calling her tweets cruel and inaccurate, saying that she continues to align herself with an ideology which willfully distorts facts about gender identity and people who are trans. In 2020, there is no excuse for targeting trans people. Many people didn't hear about the anti-trans turf movement until they heard about J.K. Rowling's polarizing tweets. Just recently, Merriam-Webster Dictionary defined turf, and the result was a huge backlash online from the very transphobes that they helped to describe. So what are TERFs? TERFs are trans-exclusionary radical feminists, which describes people who paradoxically identify as radical feminists but don't believe that trans women are women or that they deserve to be included in the movement. This movement goes by another name, gender critical. TERFs openly question the existence of trans people and use junk science to justify their hatred. With me today is a woman named Catherine Drake Wilkes, who is a trans woman and was a part of the gender critical movement and was radicalized in that movement on Reddit. Welcome, Catherine. Catherine, can you tell me what it was like for you as a trans person before you joined the gender critical movement? I was a pretty, um, I guess, uh, pretty aware of my gender variant status. Even as a young child, uh, I was assigned male at birth. My, I was raised in a pretty traditional household. My father is Catholic. My mother's Jewish. Kind of raised with a mixture of those two cultures. I consider myself culturally Jewish more often than not and was raised with some pretty strict gender roles in mind. Of course, I never really identified with the male roles that were kind of put forth toward me. And my mother was a little more um, accepting of me pursuing more traditionally feminine things. When I was about 13, 14, I started to express that I felt different, that I didn't want to be a boy, that I didn't want to be called by my dead name. My parents were pretty unaccepting of this. Actually, when I was uh, 15, I decided I was going to transition. They kicked me out. I lived on my own for about a year, and I moved back in with them. And I think this actually does tie pretty closely into my early belief systems, because I was raised in a pretty uh, right-wing conservative household. I, uh, I believed a lot of what my parents were saying, and uh, early on I became like a like a young libertarian. Uh, I helped start my high school's like libertarian club, and that's kind of what led me to feeling this sort of push toward the gender critical ideas was that like, well, yeah, I'm trans, but like, I'm not like other trans people. Uh, I really wanted my parents to accept me and like me. So I kind of leaned hard into the like, well, I'm not like the ones my dad hates. I'm not like the ones my mom's scared of. Um, and I started ostracizing in my mind members of my own community because I figured I could get more personal gain from what I called at the time being normal. And 
So uh, what kind of led me to that is I would uh, I'd look up online. Uh, I was in a lot of these forums, and I'd see these these people who were like pretty much exactly what I didn't want to be. I had so many so much internalized transphobia that I would see these trans women who came out later in life and they were transitioning and I would just have these horrible thoughts about them because that's what my parents would have said about them and that's how I didn't want to be perceived. Can you tell me when and where you discovered the gender critical movement? I came across it online. I was a really online child, um, a very uh, very tech-friendly as a kid. I had my own laptop that my parents bought secondhand at a church yard sale. And with that internet connection, I eventually I discovered 4chan. So I was pretty big onto that. And then when I realized that um, 4chan's got this LGBT board, um, it's got a lot of, it's got a big trans presence. Um, but I started to realize that people on this site weren't, didn't align with a lot of my other views. So uh, I ended up doing some more research from there. From there, I got linked to um, a couple of gender-critical Reddit pages. And that's when I started to align with, okay, well, maybe I don't want to change my gender. I want to eliminate gender. Gender isn't real. Um, that I could, I guess, fit in more with uh, this kind of abolitionist mindset. So I started reading gender critical theory uh, with second wave feminism. Uh, that was around the time where I was starting to uh, move away from, well, what I thought was moving away from the conservative beliefs I was belie- I was raised to believe. I was raised to like hate feminism, but I started looking at like, uh, I guess sort of second wave feminism and like uh, I was pretty much already raised to believe that feminists went too far uh, with third wave feminism, which I, I, I really feel the need to preface. I don't believe any of this stuff anymore. This isn't who I am. I've learned a lot. Um, but I, at the time, I really thought that, um, that this all just kind of fit into this, this right wing mindset, this, well, yeah, feminism went too far, women's liberation is important, but uh, this new stuff, that's not, that's just erasing the, the, the progress that has been made. You know, we got to focus on, on, on female, and the, the key to doing that uh, it was um, sort of erasing the trans activists, the men who are trying to co-opt this, which, you know, is ironic as hell as I'm, you know, this assigned male at birth teenager who's questioning their gender identity. For those who are unaware of what gender critical is, can you describe the basic belief system? The gender critical movement is uh, often, they'll put it as, and what I believed was, the elimination of, of gender. The idea that there is um, that gender identities exist, that people are aligned with a certain thing, and that everything is based on socialization. Socialization is 
kind of a core of the the belief system that uh, men are the way they are because of the way they were raised. Uh, this leads into the pretty blatant transphobia of the gender critical mindset that trans women and uh, trans feminine people are uh, have already been conditioned when they were young to be violent and have their male privilege. Another like core belief is the belief in the heavy distinction between male and female people. In fact, I was uh, I found uh, a lot of the theory I was reading was from other other people like me who were trans but also hated the the what we viewed as the mainstream trans rights movement. There was a couple of Tumblr blogs I followed by uh, some people who identified as trans men but female primarily. So they kind of they focused on this idea that the issues faced in society or the issues faced by uh, women applied more to them than it did uh, really toward any other trans people. It's a misnomer to call gender critical a fringe movement. Who are some of the famous followers of this? Obviously, we know that J.K. Rowling has recently come out in favor of these beliefs. Who else is a famous follower of this belief system? There's a large group of activists on on Twitter, like uh, entertainer uh, Graham Lynam, I think it's pronounced. I, I, I didn't follow him. I'm not British. English is my second language, so I apologize if I fuck up some of these names. J.K. Rowling, as we, we mentioned earlier, but people like uh, Jermaine Greer, uh, who was a very prominent feminist activist who now ends up spending a lot of her uh, time and thought hating trans people. The Reddit community Gender Critical is a massive one. Uh, it uh, specifically... Uh, it, it's almost like a recruitment campaign. There, they actually have a lot of links to, like, um, their core belief structure, uh, other writers on it. Um, I do warn people of checking out there that they are pretty focused on recruitment, and they're pretty good at making a lot of their ideas sound a little more appealing. Uh, but if you look a little deeper into their content, you can see that their primary purpose seems to be hating trans people. So what kinds of techniques? To unlock the rest of this episode, visit patreon.com forward slash K-A-R-E-N-G-E-I-E-R. It's only $5 to unlock over 20 hours of content.